right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the NC Fit Collective Podcast. I have a very special guest with us today. Mr. Mark is Philly from Functional Bodybuilding, just right up the road from us in Marin, right? That's right. Super excited to have you with us today. You just got done talking to our staff about what functional bodybuilding is. And, uh, you know, I took a lot from that, which I'll go ahead and discuss on this podcast. What I wanted to do today was spend 15 minutes, find out more about what functional bodybuilding is, but more importantly, figure out how you built an online business that's ultimately providing for your family right now. I mean, it's, it's doing great from what I see on social. You've been killing the game and um, I want to know more about it. Sound good? Yeah, I'm down to talk about it. Let's, let's do it. So guys, let's get ready to dive in for 15 minutes on Marcus Philly, functional bodybuilding, and how he's built an online business in probably about a year or so to something I see as a, as a thriving business. In three, two, one, and let's get it. So Marcus, you just got done talking to our team. Great conversation. What I really picked up from it was to incorporate more variety in your, in your, in your programming and to at times reduce complexity. You know, for us, we have NC60, 4530, because we've recognized that not all of our members necessarily want to snatch and do rope climbs. They want to provide different things. And sometimes their intensity or their, for lack of a better term, their, their power output isn't as high um, if they're snatching the PVC pipe as it could be if I just instead maybe take a, you know, a, a dumbbell or grab some weights and do squats because now you're moving larger loads, longer distance because you're more competent in these particular movements because they take less time and exposure to develop competency in versus something like a squat snatch or one arm dumbbell overhead squat, whatever it may be. So our program is kind of shift there. And one of the things that I picked up from your conversation was incorporate, diversify your movements. Yep. Don't be afraid to keep it simple and don't always fight for intensity, but maybe focus first on mechanics and consistency and then go for the intensity, but don't get caught up in it. So tell me, what was the motivation? How'd you get to where you're at today in this particular case? Um, I mean, all the things that you just said were hit me personally in my own training life. And then of course, being in this industry, as long as I have been as a coach, which is close to 10 years, seeing some of the same problems that you're, that you guys have resolved through the same kind of, uh, tools and simplifying over, um, you know, years of writing programs for clients all over the world and in local boxes that I was working at. Um, I just knew that, you know, there was going to there was a limit to how much complexity and how much more I could do and my clients could do over a period of time. There was, there was going to be a critical mass point where it was like, they can't handle doing more. We need to come back to something and sort of restart the cycle and get back to fundamentals. And, but the question was, how do we make fundamentals and the basic stuff look really fun and entertaining and get them engaged? Like, how can I make doing a goblet squat as fun and engaging as doing a heavy barbell thruster. Exactly. And I think you've done a great job with that. So, you know, first off the name functional bodybuilding, I think it just, it's, it's awesome, right? Cause I think you're hitting it yes. at a great time where there's a lot of functional training's been going on for a while. CrossFit's changed the game without a question, but people still, you know, have this idea of they want to look good naked, right? Yeah. And I think you did a great job kind of branding the functional bodybuilding. I really, I've seen it on the rise for the last, I'd say probably about a year or so specifically on Instagram. You've done yep. a great job with that. And what I'd like to know is kind of how does the business model work? I think you saw a gap in the market because, or, or mainly because of your own experience. You came yeah. off the 16 season, felt a little bit burned out, wanted to kind of switch up your training, go a little bit less intensity, um, and, and, and change up the, the type of movements. You know, we talked about, you know, unilateral, single leg work, pistol presses or piston presses, et cetera, which I was really intrigued by. 
that you incorporate into your programming. So my question for you is with functional bodybuilding and the growth of it yeah, and the social media impact, do you have someone that's helping you on the social media side? Did you create that on your own? How does the business work? And, and how, how does that work? How's the business side of functional bodybuilding? Yeah. Um, well, to, to start, where you started was, you know, how did this business get created? And yeah. we kind of talked about this earlier. It was like, I had something that I, I came to organically that was clearly providing a value to, you know, my audience and my audience being my social media, Instagram audience. Yep. Just like you over the years have developed a ton of skills and tools on how to successfully run a business. And now people want to hear that from you. So we had these things and then it's like, okay, well, how do I take this thing that people obviously want to hear and turn it into a business? The thing that I was doing well was engaging with social media in a very honest, transparent way. I did that when I was an athlete too. I, I wore my heart on my sleeve on social media. I sh showed the whole you know, training that I did up until every games. I wasn't hiding, being like, I'm in my corner doing my secret training. I'm going to show up and surprise people. People saw what I did you know, all the way through 2016 right. games. And so that was always felt authentic to me was to just be transparent. Like no one's going to steal my stuff. And if they do great, like I had an influence on somebody, but so that was what was happening with functional body. I was just putting it out there into the world. This was like a proving ground for me was what was sticking. People weren't looking at my thruster complexes that I was doing. They were looking at me doing banded lateral walks with like bent over rows. And yep. that was what was getting a hundred thousand views on social media. That was what's getting 200,000 hits. I had a video that was a million views on Instagram in the past year. And it was me doing like landmine single leg RDL. Yep. yep and yep. so, okay, that speaks really loudly to me. And what then started to happen from there was, you know, I got approached by somebody. I was getting asked a lot on social media. Hey, Marcus, how do we get your program? And I'm like, well, I don't know yet. I, I got to solve that problem. I haven't thought about that. I actually don't believe in just putting my program online and saying, you follow what I do. Right. I believe in coming up with something that actually could potentially reach a wider audience because what I do was built for me and it's built on my training history and all the things that I put into this for 20 years. And it probably doesn't really support what you're doing, but let's try and maybe write something that could, you know, reach a wider audience that's more accessible. And so it was kind of around that, you know, 16 month ago, Mark, when a pretty key person walked into my life who basically was like, hey, I can help you bring something like this to life. Like I understand, you know, a little bit of, uh, you know, how to, how to run an online program, how to deliver it, how to write a sales page. You know, I know a little bit of the background and, and maybe I can support you in that because it sounds like you've got some great ideas and there's certainly a demand in the market for it. So let's kind of join forces. So you asked, how does it happen? Well, definitely help from a supportive marketing person and partner yep. in that. But then the social media part for me was always the part that felt really organic and that I could do really well. I mean, I can't take great videos of myself or, or photos of myself. Yeah, I can hire some media to come in and help me with that, which I've done in the last four months. But, you know, speaking a very clear message, like this is what I'm about. These are the, you know, the five points that I talked about in our talk. Less is more. Simple is strong. Look good, move well. Like I just hit it over and over and over again. Consistent it's message. Consistent message over and over again on my channels. And, and I see the same thing. You know, for me, I talk a lot about Amrat mentality, this idea of being present and focused just over the years. And obviously the business side, I'm very intrigued on. One of the things that really hits home for me is I think for anybody listening, especially those who are trying to create an online presence, 
is you need to understand what are you an expert at or what do you bring to the table that's a little bit different and how do you define yourself as being a subject material expert, giving away information to people that they're intrigued by. I think that's what you did a really good job with. And I actually think that's what we try and do at The Collective is Mm -hmm. just share information that this is what we're currently doing. It's working for us. And by, by adding value, by every post providing insight, providing something that people are getting educated, inspired, that's what you did. And that's how you grew, are continuously growing your audience. Yeah. No, you're right. Growing the audience is about being honest, providing value. But you also asked the question, how do you turn that into a business? Well, you can't just provide free value forever to people right. and expect to have, see a return on that because you're right. I'm supporting my family. I'm trying to create somewhat of a legacy. I'm trying to build a business where there's employees that are going to get paid and have a career. Right. And so, yeah, where does that exchange of money end up happening? So there's this balance of like, okay, we're going to provide this, a lot of free content. We're going to provide honest tools that people can use. And then at some point we got to come in with promotion, self-promotion, sales, uh, and then pr- give people opportunities at the right time to, you know, say, I want to put, I want to put, yeah, put my money on the table and get something in, in return for that. But, but, but you've been putting out content for so long, providing so much value that when you have an opportunity, when people have an opportunity to get it, become a part of it, they don't mind doing it. Yeah. Right. I mean, you know, we were talking about it very briefly earlier, but it sounds like your sales have exponentially increased over the last year, right? From each time you put out a program from 100 or 200 people to now, you know, boarding on the higher numbers, right? Yeah. And, and when, when you're talking about that, what that shows to me is, look, you're providing something that people see value in. Right. And, and more power to you. Like, and I think what made that, that, that leap for me is me gaining confidence in selling. And yep. saying, hey, you know what? I actually have something of value to give and I want everybody to know about it. I remember, you know, I, I was talking to somebody who does media, was doing media for another company. And sh- she was like, when it comes time to promote, you need to hammer people with promotion. They need to know. If somebody is online and they don't know that you're selling something, you you messed up. Yep. And so I took that to heart and I was like, okay, as we did more and more releases of Awaken Training Series, our program, our functional bodybuilding program, I was like, I'm going to engage more in that promotion side of things. And um, it just basically took the audience that I already had built and made more of them aware that there was some way that they could get involved. And uh, that I didn't do originally because I was nervous and I was kind of like squeamish. I'm like, I don't know how to ask people to, to take part financially in what I'm doing because I've been just doing it kind of in this free kind of uh, organic way for so long. Yeah, I, I completely understand where you're coming from. I think it's really inspiring actually because – you're a guy who built up a brand as an athlete, right? Had good success in the CrossFit Games and for, for years. And then you kind of pivoted. You, you figured out what you were passionate about, which is functional bodybuilding. And you continue to build an audience, prove value. And then all of a sudden, what do you know? When you prove value, when you build an audience, people are prepared to invest in you because they want to learn more. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a super cool business takeaway for anybody listening, whether you have a business that's brick and mortar like, like ours, or our digital, you know, digital business, which is for um, gym owners. In either case, if people see value in it, they are prepared to go out there and buy it. And you shouldn't think about it as selling because you're just you're just sharing with the world what you what you believe is going to make an impact on their life. And if they want to be a part of it, great. If they don't, hey, there's always next time. No big deal. Yeah, completely. And you know, it's like uh, thinking about how we're gonna make money and how we're gonna you know charge the right amount. It's like you know, there's a time and a place for that. 
but it comes after, like you said, you know, thinking and spending extra time on how do we create more value for our client? Yep. You know, if you're thinking about, well, how do we raise our rates? You should also be thinking about how do we improve the value for our clients, right? right. And, and have, or have we already done that? Have we done that for years and that warrants rates going up and it warrants us, you know, taking some of those steps? Yeah, I mean, exactly. I mean, if you're a gym owner and you want to increase your rates in the gym, what our recommendation is, is always provide to the members, hey guys, we've done this, 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 and as a byproduct, we now need to raise our rates. But to show them why, show them the value. And you're just doing that on a digital scale, right? But yeah. you, you're very consistent with your messaging. You're very consistent with your postings. And you always speak the same me message on a regular basis. And what do you know? People start to pick up on it. But when you, people go back and forth on different messaging, it confuses people, right? For you, you've stuck to what you believe in for a long time and you're seeing great success with it. And I think, you know, for one, I mean, I'm a guy just looking at it from an outside being like, hell yeah, you know, like, yeah, because I want people I know to be doing great things. And I think you are right now. Um, what is the future for functional bodybuilding? Where do you want it to go? Um, what do you see the future of it? What's the next step for functional bodybuilding in the last couple of minutes here? Yeah, I mean, the first year and a half has been about people getting exposed to functional bodybuilding by doing it, right? So it was the program, the training program. Yep. Four different parts to this training program that last a year of people engaged in the whole thing. And, and now it's like, okay, what's the next step for people to engage in, in functional bodybuilding that, that kind of extends beyond just following a training program. Well, for me, it's like, okay, it's an education. Yep. It's providing a tool where not just coaches or, or gym owners, but people that are like enthusiastic about learning more about fitness yep. can come and learn how to expand their movement library, get a whole, you know, library of exercises that they can then take into their own training or into their own box or into their personal training career that they have or whatever and then apply that. Right. So, so an educational tool, video content, et cetera. Exactly. And it's, uh, you know, it's going to be in the form of, uh, you know, probably as we've been doing well, a digital kind of, uh, you know, overlay where it's like, you know, you sign up, you get a library, you get instruction on that. There's videos. And then eventually, you know, I, this opportunity today to come and talk to your staff was really invigorating. It got me, you know, thinking outside of what I had been thinking about for the last you know, a couple, you know, months, you know, year, it had me synthesize thoughts and it's, that drives me for sure. And doing in-person coaching and running, you know, in-person seminars, seminars really to, to say, Hey, come in and let's, let me teach you hands-on how to do this because there's nuances to functional bodybuilding that you can't quite see on a, on a video. So Absolutely. let's come in and, you know, uh, whatever that might look like over time, whether it's, you know, hosting, you know, camps multiple times a year, traveling to do that. Um, that's, you know, to figure out another time, but it's like definitely the next stage is taking the experience and turning it into education that now people can spread that to, to a wider audience. Right. Further ingrain the messaging, further ingrain the value you're providing. Um, you know, I think to summarize this conversation, which again, it's been great to have you come to our talk to our team. You're a guy who are, you're real. You're the real guy. This is what you do. This is how you train. This is what you're passionate about. You put out the messaging, you put it out well, you put it out consistently, and you add value, and that's how you build a thriving business. And you evolve, right? You're constantly evolving. You're constantly asking yourself, what's the next step for our business? We've been putting out these four-month programs or monthly programs, several-month programs, and now what's the next step? Well, it's education. Well, how can we do that education? We can do seminars. We can do this. But I think the best question for any business owner out there is identify what you're good at, Yeah. identify what you're an expert at, and then identify ways that 
you can continue to evolve and grow without getting too far outside the fringes from that. Yeah, exactly. Like I don't want to reinvent, you know, a year, a year and a half ago, this online business didn't, didn't exist for me. So, you know, that was just listening to the feedback. It was listening to the signals that were around me that led me to that. And what, what the next step for functional bodybuilding is, is signals that I'm getting from people outside. It's, Hey, we want to learn more. How do I learn more? I want to be a functional bodybuilding instructor kind of right, thing. And right, so right. take the cues from your audience, the, the core audience you have, and let that inform what the next step in your business is going to be. I love it. Well, Marcus, it's been a, it's been a true uh, a pleasure to have you with us. I appreciate you talking to our team. Um, guys, thanks for listening. That was a great 15 and 45 minute, or 15 minute, 45 second AMRAP. Thank you again. Go check out, um, where can they find you at? Uh, go to functional.bodybuilding. Uh, that's our Instagram handle. And then functionalbodybuilding.net and sign up for our email list. And you guys can get some content from us and see what we're doing. Love it. All right, guys. Have a great day.